Welcome, everybody, to the business of you. I'm your host, Michelle Griffin, and, and I'm super excited you're here. Today's topic, community. And, you know, I love speaking about personal branding, but the fastest way and the best way to grow your personal brand for you and your business is to have a community. And it's totally different than just having an audience. So today I'm super excited to bring someone who is a master at community building. And he's just been everywhere lately on LinkedIn doing challenges and just growing thriving communities. Chris Colt. Welcome to the show. And let's get started on what really is a community. What really is it? And what does it mean? And why does it matter? Oh gosh, I can talk about this for a long time. Actually, I'm going to share how I really got hooked on community. I'm a cyclist. And if you watch the Tour de France or any bike race, I mean, you see all these crazy cyclists going through together. That's called a Peloton. And mm -hmm. one thing very early on in my cycling career, I realized I was around very strong riders that could offset my weaknesses and vice versa, where I was stronger, I could offset other weaknesses for others. And we'd get the finish lines a lot faster together and transform along the way. So to me, that was in my teens when that really clicked, like, wow, this is how this really works. And ever since then, I've been a massive fan of community, being around others, human beings, we crave community. Absolutely. It's an essential part of our life and our being. And I've had my seasons of isolation, which also is a different place. And I'll share a little bit about our journey, why I'm so big on community right now. But let me share where community's not, because a lot of people here on social media, especially LinkedIn, get sold a bag of goods on community. Like it's not a massive following or tens of thousands of members in a community. I want you to understand that right out of the gate. It's not reposting all your social media content or your marketing content when you have some of these community pages. It's not made on singles. Oh, this company has this feature in a community. This has that. But not about that. And it's not about putting out external links to things. A community is about bringing people together that are on a mission. And you create something like this. You start to get joy, energy, being part of something bigger than yourself. Each of us get to build off the skills of others because of that energy. You also get that passion, that purpose of working towards a common goal. You need to feel safe because any community I've been in, especially when I'm on the bike, I'm pretty upfront. Hey, I'm not a good sprinter. I'll tell you what, I'll help pull you forward so you can go sprint, go get the win. Win means nothing to me. I'm part of your win. That's awesome. So being that vulnerable when you're in that community is extremely important. And being a community member, when somebody can open up to you and share that vulnerability to support them is key. No, this is super good because I always say build a community, not an audience. Now, there are some people say I'm building an audience, audience, audience from the get go before I even really got out of LinkedIn and started doing it. You know, I was building my former role. I was in a membership role where I was building a membership community from a zero to a thousand and having conferences of 2000 people. So I knew the power of that. So when I transferred to my own consultancy, I knew right away we lift each other up and not by someone being the leader and you're the follower. It's more like together we are growing and and it's a shared mission and part of my 365 creators community which started as a challenge last year when i said publicly oh my goodness i'm struggling with getting out there i'm just going to do it every single day anyone want to come along now i laugh and say if anyone's ever seen the movie forrest gump when forrest starts running and running and people just follow him and he runs for three years and that's like exactly what we did and that's what you probably did when you are cycling and you had a common mission so how do we start Find what our mission is, and then what do we do? Go find others like that? How do we start doing that, Chris? But tell us, for those who want to start doing that on a micro level, because that's what you advocate, have a micro community. 
Yeah. So this is how this all really clicked for me. I was always helping people with social selling. My background is in sales and marketing, 25 plus years in corporate America. I took that step of faith after a bike race, the Leadville 100, and went all in on my entrepreneurial dreams since 2017 and coming in up five years. Now, there's a reason why community is more important than ever to me right now, because along that journey, there was a couple hiccups and community was my support. But I realized I didn't truly have a community. I had followers. I had friends of convenience. So I had to rebuild everything. And that was an interesting process. But when you look at what community is, there's so many ways we can go about this, but I want one thing for you all to listen to before I answer Michelle's question. Here's the fact, your business ideas can be copied. My business ideas, Michelle's ideas can be copied, but that community you build around it cannot be copied. So let me give you just a simple example, simple drink I'm drinking. I was introduced to this back in 2015 and it started around community. And I was one of the first 100 that was introduced to this white bag of powder that you drank to put your body into ketosis. And I'm sharing that because I wasn't skeptical because I knew Navy SEALs took it. But I was like, really? But what I saw was a CEO of that company who we were disrupting a marketplace point blank say, hey, you're a micro community right now. You're micro. There's a hundred of you right now. And you're going to be the ones that go out and get this mission created for us. And fast forward, I can tell you I'm a biohacker. I'm into health and wellness. And like, I got attacked nonstop. That crap is going to kill you. Here we are going on seven years later. That company's crossed multiple times, billions in sales. Wow. Everybody has tried to copy them in your mother that's out there. And there's competitors, but there is such a, a blue ocean. Mm -hmm. So when I do challenges and I guide clients through doing challenges and a challenge, it's a simple taste and see method. Imagine going into Costco, for example, and you walk through the grocery store and you're tasting different products and you see something you like, you got a lot of value out of it. Hey, I want to go further with that product. It's guiding either somebody who wants to learn more and see if they want to go further with somebody doing it like myself, or if you want to educate your clients on how you can serve them. That's what it's all about. But what I see happen natively that everybody's missing is the micro community that develops. And I watch what they do from the community perspective. And I'm like, where's the community part of this? Because here's what happens. I've done enough of these between myself and clients. And what I've always learned is not all of them are going to move into what you do next. It's just part of the reality. There's going to be timing and all that. But build a community around that. Create community. Get that group in there. Get them to really like and trust you. So what you want to do is build something small to start and maintain and grow a community. It's going to start with three, start with four humble beginnings. But you know what? That's your core group that are going to expand from there. It's so much like building a personal brand. I cannot even tell you. They go hand in hand. You've got to put in the daily reps to be visible, to show up, to engage, to support. They go hand in hand. They absolutely, yeah. personal branding, it's uncopyable too. So that's why I'm just such a fan of that. We want the easy button, not we, but I see, a, you know, we're all getting patient. We're so used to instantaneous streaming and this. So that's why I always say, just start today. Go find and go meet your people. You know, I did a post a couple of weeks ago, like, how do you really start? So can we just... Just give us some tangible, tactical things, and we're going to jump into some more strategic things. And how would someone start if they, they have common interests or goals? Where do they find their people? Now, I have made a list of 10 places, but I'd love to know where you recommend. Here's how it all starts. Purpose. What's your purpose, right? The reason I say I work with subject matter experts is because they have a purpose. Some of them have been through trials in life that they've figured out and they've mastered, and they can go out and help people get through those. Others have been things in corporate America that's absolutely amazing. They go out on their own, and they know 
they can help leaders lead differently or bring different realms to the world. So what I always look at is people are like, Chris, I don't know what my purpose is. I'm struggling. What have you gotten over in life that you've broken through? What is that? Because that's where your people lie. I have a friend who divorced, bankrupt, lost it all, foreclosed. You name the list of nightmares. This guy's been through it all. He now has a community and I'm going to give you a big number, but it didn't start with this number. Okay. So don't be like, oh, that's where I got to be. It started with seven. So we started mm-hmm. with seven. Yeah. This community is now over 50,000. Oh my God. There you go. Do some math. $25 a month. He charges them. Now he is taking people to an entirely different level and transforming somebody that's paying that $25 a month. He's out there helping them get their brand out there, helping them build their own online businesses. The only reason he can, and that took three years to get to those numbers, which actually sound that bad. However, Michelle, what most people don't want to hear is the nine years of hell he lived. That's what they don't want to hear. So I share that because I've had my own situation in life that something along that line happened. When people look at the microwave version, I'm an endurance cyclist for a reason. It's the pedaling when you don't want to pedal. Eating the right things when there's a lot of really other good things sitting there that you want to eat. That's what makes the difference. So here's where it starts. I said the whole thing about transformation because it starts, what's your purpose? What is that purpose? Now, a purpose needs to be very specific. So it's got to be clearly picture who you're going to serve in this community, what will be done together, and what will be mastered together. So I want you, as you walk away from this, to go look at 12 months from now, three people join your community, whatever that community is. What happens to them in that 12 months? Mm -hmm. What's going to happen in them? All that. What are they going to start to transform? What are you going to guide them through? So when you have that figured out, you got to make it exciting. The purpose has to be motivating. It has to be fun. It's got to be an adventure. I like to be around people that have energy, that have excitement, that want to do great, that want to do cool things and want to make mistakes along the way because you can all figure that out together. Together. We are not like, there's not one person leading and I'm the boss and you're just following me. Absolutely. We are learning, having fun, making mistakes. And that's how the vibe I'm giving in the 365. Like, I'm yeah. here to facilitate. We're having fun, maybe start the conversation, but you guys lead it. That's a great point about the purpose. Let's do this right now as a very actionable takeaway because I like to get to the point and help people take action. As Chris said, it's someone you specifically know you're going to help and the transformation you're bringing to them. Chris, that's huge. Not only that, but for your branding and for your business, we should know our purpose as people in general. So it's a great start. Wow. So what would you say, just a real quick actionable thing about after you learn your purpose, know your purpose? Yeah. So you want to look at what the results are going to be, right? So what's that reward of mastering something together? What happens on the other side of that? And then you're going to realize you only can do that through community. So what I always share with clients is, hey, look at two, two transformations you're going to give people. So if I was working with Michelle now and she's going to come into the community, it's Michelle, here's what we're going to do. This is your benefits over the next year, two years. Here's the two things I know are going to happen for you. And then look at for yourself. You don't have to be selfish, but what's the benefit for you and all that too? Because that's how it works. And when you can show people they're going to transform this and it'll be more than that, but start with something. And then what's that mean for you? So that might mean revenues. That might mean more exposure. That might be mean being around an amazing group that you're going to be able to highlight together. Everybody has a different mission that matters. So I don't always tie this to revenue because I get a lot of people who come to me. Revenue is the last thing I care about. Believe it or not, people do say that because they're like, I want to serve people. And I know mm-hmm. the revenue follows. And I look at the clients, Michelle, all of them have servant hearts. They all do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got bills to pay. They got the real life things we all got to deal with, but they put the people first. It's all about people first. You know, I'm helping a client now 
and he served in the military and all his people came back from war, all of them. And that was his mission. It wasn't about everything he had out there, all the tools at him. He said, my mission was to bring every son and daughter home mm -hmm. to their parents. And he brought them all home in one piece. And it was oh not goodness. a busy situation he was in. And I don't want to get into it because I think about that. I know what he went yeah. through. But what he said to me, Chris, is we build my challenge and what we're going to teach people. All I care about is putting people first. So yeah. whatever I'm doing, build it that way. I was like, dude, we're going to have a great time together. Aside from your mission, I just knew you because you put everything about what you're about as part of your personal brand. I resonated with that before the even community thing kicked in. And I knew I'm like, gosh, I see so eye to eye with what Chris does. So do you see how the personal brand, the community go hand in hand? It brings the right people into you. But that's another thing. So anyone can do a community. You can start as just like a solopreneur. I mean, who is a community not for? Should I ask? Is it possible? It's not for anyone or for everyone? I believe somebody that doesn't have a servant's heart, it's not for them. Okay, that's good. That's clear. I mean, if you're going to be in a community, you're going to have to realize you're going to have to serve. You're going to have to put others first. And that's part of it. Because here's different levels I've seen build community or examples of some clients I work with. You've got brands. I mean, look at almost any brand out there. Now they tend to build their communities online. So they're more social based. I'm bigger on taking off rented land and building off the reason for that. When you look at the noise and then you're great at helping people get through the noise, Michelle, when you look at the noise, that's out there on social with content. It's challenging to get through that. So when you mm -hmm. can get through that and you find your people group, why not get them in a community that you can take them to the next level? Because then you're not dealing with all the noise and always having to show up in their feeds every day. You have them more in an intimate environment. So brands do a great job. Most of them do them on Instagram, Facebook, and all the other mm -hmm. platforms, TikTok. Then you got thought leaders, subject matter experts, consultants, coaches, course creators. I just talked about my friend in the military. They're an organization who was on one of my challenges and point blank said, Chris, we can do this throughout our company for outsiders to come in and get to know our brand and how we serve them. But then for my internal employees, I want you to put something together for our company. And that, like when you look at that, and then of course you got athletes and celebrities, which they tend to do most of their stuff on social media also. That's a really good point. I'm going to show an example here of my purpose, helping small B2B manufacturers know that LinkedIn will help their business grow and teaching them the foundations and strategies to make it happen because social media is for us too. What do you think of that, Chris? No, I, I like that. I always take the time, those that are going to show up to engage. But I really like what that one is. And you could probably narrow it a tiny bit more, maybe a niche focus, probably dial it in a little bit more, but definitely I like how that looks for sure. Okay. No, that's really good. And that's a hard thing. And then I think sometimes you just have to get out there and know, even if you just yeah. started, the more you can have conversations and do content and all that. Here's the thing. I want to address the starting a community on social. LinkedIn is so trying to build their groups back up. And as my 365 creators started on LinkedIn, for now we're here. But I know if maybe if someone wants a paid community or something, you really advocate another outsourced platform. Can you just tell someone the bitter truth on your Facebook group story? So that oh. just re drives the point why rented yeah. land is not good land. Yeah, this it's this and my buddy and I were building a business around that because that opportunity existed also because we had a lot of athletes that needed it. My buddy was a homeopathic doctor. He's great, but you know, he definitely disrupts with most of us knowing the medical. Him and I built a Facebook group of 5,000 people in a very short window of time. Growing a recurring revenue stream, helping people change their health. My buddy said one or three things too many on a Facebook Live one point, and he was the moderator of the group. I never was locked as the, a backup moderator. He got locked out. And what happened within 90 days, everything crashed. And that's also when I left my job. So ever yeah. since that day, I made a commitment to myself. I will never build anything on rented land. So obviously email lists are good. Quite frankly, I'm not an email marketer, but I have 
But to me, it's when I can get somebody into an engaged community and give them what they need in a community to always remember who Chris is. So I'm much bigger on using outside platforms. There's plenty of them out there. I'm not going to tell you which ones to use. Here's what I love about it. I have clients that are in private groups there for my high ticket program. I'm able to give them access to videos of a course. I'm not really a course guy, but yeah, there's some video templates because I do more of group coaching programs. But when we do this, if a client reaches out to me, hey, Chris, I need this information. I actually can go look in that group and say, you didn't watch that video yet. It's in that video. And they laugh. They laugh. They're like, oh yeah, I should have known to go look for the video first. So I like that capability because I can see when people watch something and then they can ask the questions because that tends to happen right under the videos. I know that's really good. I have several people here who I'm in their communities. So as powerful marketers, there's several platforms and I highly recommend if this is something you want to take, I'm looking at down the road, something like that. You don't like email marketing though, but when someone in the community comments, I get an email. So that's good too. So I love that because social media feeds are fleeting. What do you think about simplifying the neurodiverse learning journey for parents and educators and professionals of neurodiverse learners? What do you think of that? Is it vague? Is it specific enough is what I'm trying to say. So I talked about the big purpose a little. Great start. Definitely can get a little more enhanced. So maybe this will help you a little bit. So when you look at structure, here's where you want to get. So I talked about that big purpose. You got a little bit of that here. So look at something like this. We bring together what's that ideal client? Who's that avatar? Mm -hmm. Two, what your members will master. So I talked about those two points together so that we can result one, two, three. So here's an example of a client that has a small business owner community. So not it's the first time you hear it, but you'll see why, because it goes into we bring together target market to do what so that we get one, two, three. So this small business community, and I want to list here some points on this. We bring together 30 something men. Okay. Very specific group. Okay. New to small there's again, new to small business ownership to make the best, most well-informed decisions about launching and growing our businesses so that we can successfully build something we can be proud of, have a positive and meaningful impact on our customers and employees while realizing clear financial goals for ourselves. So that framework to have is great. Take it a little bit further. So when you get to talk to somebody, boom, I want to be part of something like that. That's what we dial that into. Yeah. And here's the thing. This is a conversation about community because I firmly believe personal branding, what I do for subject matter experts and women entrepreneurs and experts specifically, is so tied into community. You need a community just to thrive and grow. I believe in it so much. I want everyone to know how important this is. So what do you think of Powerful Marketers Community Goal? Inspire, support, connect small business owners internationally. So what are your thoughts on that one? A great start. Listen, like everything being shown is great. Obviously, it's been thought out. The way I see the shift in the world, because when I do these for clients, which leads into their communities, I'm like, hey, we got to micro niche this thing. You just mm-hmm. have to, because if not, you're speaking to the world. Part of that statement speaks to the world to me. So don't take that wrong. I would try to dial that into maybe segment of the business, industry they're in, maybe take a look at that, age of the business, revenue numbers, things like that. Because when you're speaking, and this is where this kind of stuff came out when I was doing a lot of Zooms during the COVID. I mean, I still do Zooms all day long, but during the COVID time, we were all on Zooms. And I watched a lot of people when I get in put in breakout rooms and everybody introduced what they do. I always waited to go last because I wanted to see how long it took five people to introduce themselves. And then I'd be left with 30 seconds. So it was like my test. Cool. Let's go. So when you can get this community message dialed, when you're on these events, talking to people, you'll be able to get something so strong out in such a short window that'll resonate with people. So I would just say dial it in maybe a little bit more to a segment, revenue numbers, years in business. That'll help you a lot because when you talk to somebody, They'll know, 
I make those three introductions now. I know a lot of people that are small business owners. I do, but if I had a little bit more of a target, I yeah. would go to. And those kind of references when you get them, that's, hey, Michelle, you need to talk to so-and-so right now. Here's why. Boom. And off they go. Absolutely. Top of mind, be referable. So not only do you want to have a micro community, you want to start with a micro niche. They go hand in hand and have those micro moments to build a boat. Here's the thing. One of my mentors years ago, when I really got into niche, and he said, hey, Chris, if you're focused, if Volkswagen's focused on, and I'm just using car examples, I don't have Volkswagen, by the way, but if Volkswagen is focused on targeting Chris and his family, and they do the marketing around that, does that mean Chris isn't going to attract other people? No, they're going to have a core group of those people, but then the others will start to attract because of referrals. The same thing as Ford. You look at Ford, it has a certain type of uh, market they go after, but it doesn't mean outside that market doesn't buy. It's just, it starts with that core. So if you can get or build with that smaller group, get to that number of 30, that will expand substantially. That's awesome. Thank you, Chris. I want to make sure we nail the ending. We really want everyone to take one action today, maybe two, but take the one action for yourself and really work on that purpose. Chris is really advocating get as clear and micro niche specific. So I know top of mind, oh, that's me or that's my friend. Or So you want to be top of mind referral or self-identify that it's for you. So love that idea. So next step, what would you recommend the next step people take once they get their purpose in line, Chris. So there's not enough time to go through all this, but then you want to start looking at how do you design it, right? So what's the structure to design it? How do you build it out? What are your themes going forward? How do you break it out day by day, week by week? Now that sounds like a lot, okay? I know it does, but it's not. So Mm -hmm. that's what you want to start looking at next. So like it's a much deeper dive conversation. So the structure that you do, you get a framework for that. Then you want to design your community. So that's where we go a lot deeper. Now I do this day by day. And then where I take it to the next level, here's what I've found to launch a community works so effectively. I watch it day in and day out. So then as we go through, how do I go out and build this as fast as I can with the right people? And then at the end, I walk through what to teach each day to launch your community. So how we do that backwards is make sure in those first days you're set up, they got to be structured in a way that they're almost impossible to give a boring answer. You want that kind of stuff in your community and they give people an opportunity to share a part of themselves, which might not be seen by the outside world. That's really important because <laughs> they're getting to know people and they, they're going to be around those people that are going to get to know them better if they want. In a safe, supportive place too. They yeah. could feel vulnerable that they can share, at least the way that I want to see a community I run. Yeah. So one of the things I really worked hard and I try hard to be engaging. I have a question. I realized for me in the group, of LinkedIn, having a, some kind of graphic really helps show up with a question like Wednesday is a wins. And I want everyone just to brag the heck out of themselves on Wednesday, just show up. And one of the things, if you're running a community on LinkedIn groups, I would say work really hard to make that a supportive place. Sometimes I had a, a group of almost 3000 in my former role and I watched it become a spam fest and I didn't, I was too busy to manage it all. And I work really hard now. And I know you're not going to say work on rented land, but if someone just wanted to start, Chris, am I doing the right thing? What else would you add to a LinkedIn group just to get started? What would you do? Anything else? Yeah. Here's the thing. Like Michelle does a great job in her LinkedIn group. I'm absolutely going to say that. For me, at the end of the day, it just comes down to the fact that it's still on rented land. You never know what can yeah, happen. But if that's where you got to start, if you had to pick, in my opinion, especially the market I serve, if, if someone's got to pick one of these platforms, I would do it on LinkedIn. But you're going to have like to get that engagement in LinkedIn groups is no doubt 
tough because you don't get the alerts. You get every knucklehead in the world that wants to spam the living daylights out of these groups. So you might just have a small group. I have a client who has a small group of 15 people in their community on a LinkedIn group. Now they're moving them over to our Mighty Networks group because we all contribute into that. But they did that for a year. They had okay engagement, but not what they really wanted. But if you've got to start somewhere, you're on LinkedIn, your target market's there. I would start there, but always have the mindset you're going to move it at some point, especially if you're going to go to the paid model. Yeah. Hold it conversation that we can Absolutely. have in the challenge. I can give you statistics on paid versus free. If you can figure out a way of giving people transformation in life and you're getting a thousand dollars a month in return and they're transforming left and right, that's quickly going to go from 26 members to 260 members to 2,600 members to 26,000 members. If you're doing the right things that mm -hmm. escalate, I showed that journey of my friend, right? You don't want his nine year mm -hmm. story that I'll tell you, everybody wants his three year story. That three year story is absolutely amazing, but it was the nine years of hell he lived through to get to that. But that's his relatable story people gravitate to. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for sharing that about LinkedIn, because I know some people aren't ready. Maybe it's a testing ground to see if this even for them. So yeah, LinkedIn would be the place, but we'll see what they come up with. But at the end of the day, I 100% agree with you. Rented land is not the place to have a steady secure spot. Good points there. I just think we need more connection community. At the end of the day, I'm with you, Chris. We need to get people in smaller groups. We, Like you say, your big mission is you don't have to have the world to help. You don't have to change lives in huge numbers. It can start small and it should because we can learn and grow faster and more meaningfully when we grow together. Oh, Community yeah. is everything. That was really eye-opening. And I learned a lot. Just start now, find your purpose, know your purpose. That's what I do with my personal branding clients. It, it changes everything for you. And it just makes the down days, the days you don't want to show up, it makes you realize I have a North Star to shoot for. And I love that. So Chris, where else can people go to find you? If they want to learn more about you on your website or whatnot. I have a simple website, chriscolt360.com. So really easy, chriscolt360.com. A friend of mine built that whole app years ago. And I was like, this is genius. You speak anywhere. You'll see there's all sorts of buttons that guide you to different websites. You can register for the challenge on there also. Okay. So if you just go there, you'll find me. Obviously here on LinkedIn is an easy place to get me too. But chriscolt360.com, you'll find Chris anywhere. No, this has been great. Chris, the power of being known for one thing and being known really well doing supporting people, they go hand in hand. If I have a takeaway today, all the things I've said about Chris, but personal branding community go hand in hand. Chris, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. Take care, everybody. Bye. Take care, everybody. Bye. Take care, everybody. Bye. Take care, everybody. Bye.